0: Does my life matter? Do you ever have a George Bailey moment and think the world would never miss me? Let's talk about this on the next edition of Table Talk on Covenants Podcast. All right, now you're right now you're listening probably on a phone, a tablet computer, maybe during a break or riding in your car, but actually, Sean and I literally are at a table, and we are talking, hence the reason for table talk. That's the title of these midweek podcasts. All right, Sean, it's A Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart, always shown during the Christmas season over and over again. Many years ago, I bought one of these VHS tapes of It's A Wonderful Life. Now, is this a movie you can watch every year, or has it been out so long you just sort of ignore it because you've seen it so many times?
1: This is a movie that, for many, many years, I watched every year because my father a, was a huge Jimmy Stewart fan. So we, uh, we watched this every year, and then, you know, in my adult years, I thought, yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm kind of tired of it. And the last three or four years... I've picked it back up, so I, I guess the older I get, the more I become like him yeah and you know there's other there's other Christmas
0: movies I like watching over and over again and 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 I have not picked this this one up in a while, but it is one of those movies that during the Christmas season I'm gonna stop. And, and I'm gonna watch some part of it, right? If, yes. if, unless I'm just scrolling for a supporting event or something like that. So, favorite scenes from this movie? There's, there's, there's a lot of them. Uh, so, I'm, I'm just gonna tell you. Um, you know, one of my one of my favorite scenes has nothing to do really with the theme of the movie. It's just the dancing scene and everybody's jumping in the water. <laughs> just and then everybody starts jumping in the water. And then I was actually, you know, you know how you re- critique films. You're going wait a second. They keep jumping, but there's less people in there now. So that's right. You know, so, so, so the sort of a mess up on the cinematography and the timeline and stuff. But it, that was just that was just one of those funny moments that 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 kept you, you know, in the moment, and then everybody just sort of had fun type thing. That's one of my, that's one of my scenes. I have another one, but what's, what's one no, of these? No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no.
1: Well, I've just got some, uh, I've just got some quotes here and some of these, you know, some of these remind me of my dad. Some of these were things that he, he would, he would work into casual conversation all the time, uh, such as, look. We're still in business we got two bucks left <laughs> <laughs> those that was a, that was one he always he always said and uh you know, what do you think I am a dictionary and uh what's a pretty girl like you doing marrying this two-headed brother of mine and so those are just some great fun quotes that uh that are that have become part of my vernacular especially around christmas time <laughs> so, so so obviously your your dad probably
0: Influenced some of those as well. Absolutely, <laughs> so, absolutely. Just, just quoting, <laughs> quoting the movies. You know, I, unfortunately, one of the uh, one of the scenes from the movie actually triggers another scene from a movie, and it uh, it and, and it's actually a scene that in the second movie I'm going to reference is probably not a scene that you don't want to watch with your kids. In fact, <laughs> uh, in fact, I had uh, on the second movie that I'm getting ready to mention years ago, I had a, a father. Because um, I showed one scene from this movie, and his father came up afterwards, or a week, like, like a week later, and said, Hey, we, as a family, we watched this movie that you showed a clip of, and it was sort of inappropriate for our 11- and 12-year-old girl. <laughs> so, okay, I'm sorry about that. And here's the scene. Here's the scene. Let me, let me go back. The scene was when Jimmy Stewart tells Mary, You want to lasso the moon? You know, oh, lasso. Yeah. You, know, you want the moon? I'll just lasso the moon. Lasso the moon, and that triggers in my mind Bruce Almighty. Oh right? yeah. So he's with Jennifer Aniston, and he literally lassos the moon. You know, pull pulls it in, and that whole scene, and that that just just brought up some just. That's crazy stuff. Right. And and the, uh, and then then I showed a scene from Bruce Almighty at the, when he was praying, and that's when the father went and watched the whole movie with his 10, 11, 12-year-old daughter. And uh, that guy, by the way, is my neighbor still today. Is that uh, right? So he still talks to me. So he just wanted to let me know that sometimes you need to preface what you say. Uh, don't go watch this movie with your kids right. uh, type thing. So it, was, so it was inappropriate. Anything anything else come up on this movie that uh, may be a little more serious, I
1: guess, maybe? any other scenes yes one where uh clarence is talking to george and says it's strange isn't it each man's life touches so many other lives even when he isn't around he leaves an awful hole doesn't he hmm and and you know that that brings up
0: um you know, and that that's sort of the whole theme of the movie. That's right. sort of, that sort of encapsulates that whole movie. And and I gotta be honest, there have been a couple people uh, in my life that I say that I know somewhat well. They were more than acquaintances, but they were not you know best friends type thing. I knew their jobs, I knew their families, I knew their hobbies, but wasn't close enough to know them uh, to know the real struggles they had. And these folks ended up taking that next step. And, and taking their life and, and and without knowing what was going on in their lives in that moment, it appears they believe their lives didn't matter. That's sort of, I, I can't read into everybody that takes their own life, but I th- sort of think that's what they may be going through their mind at that moment right. where they make that decision. Now, in one instance, uh, I've been following uh, a family on Facebook. And I noticed that one of the kids that lost uh, a parent uh, has ended up making some strange choices and some really strange decision, really opposite of what that parent stood for, which, and, and, and I know this is anecdotal, but it makes me wonder the difference that parent would have made if they just stayed involved in that child's life, if they were still around. And that really is our topic today is, you know, how do we make our life count day in and day out? You know, let's, let's make this day count. I don't want to count my days. I don't want to be one of these people that's just clicking off, you know, the time clock and make it to the end of the day and going, great, I get to go home and then then do nothing. So I, I want to be somebody that, that, that will make sure that this day that I'm living, that I can make it count. So, so, in, in your experience, positive or, or negative, um, what are some of the things that you either do or have seen with, with family and friends of people that are counting their days or just people
1: m- making their day count? So, the best example that I can give of this is, uh, is a dear friend of ours. And a few years ago, several years ago, actually, Uh, their four-year-old daughter was diagnosed with cancer and you know I could not fathom dealing with that and so for three or four years we watched you know kind of I hate to say from the sidelines because we were involved very involved but you know from the outside looking in it seemed there were so many times it would have been so easy to just say this is too much I give up I give up this is uh this is too much obviously continue treatments but uh but you know i've lost all hope i've lost all hope but what i saw and what the world saw was parents that really had this epiphany this awakening of making their days count and not only in their own personal life but you know they literally became Local missionaries. I mean, everything that came out of their mouth, every action that they did, had a purpose, and the purpose was to spread the love of Jesus. And I'll never forget uh, my little friend passed away, and at the uh, at the funeral, the mother decided she was going to speak. And I know you, as a pastor, that's always scary. That's very scary, especially in a situation like this with a seven-year-old girl. Uh, But she got up, and she didn't talk about memories. She didn't talk about, you know, her pain. What she said to the congregation is something that I'll never forget. She stood in front of that congregation, and she said, there are some of you in here that have no relationship with Jesus Christ. And for you today, I'm really heartbroken, and I'm sad because— When an event like this happens, it's done. It's done. You're not going to see this girl again. This is it. Unless you make a decision to form a relationship, build a relationship, and follow Jesus, funerals, that's that's literally the end of the line because you're not going to see these people again. And, you know, she stood there. And the beautiful part was, you know, for three or four years— she had literally set the stage for what she had to say to them that day, because everyone there had seen her actions, had heard her words and seen hope where no one else could find hope.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I remember, you know, some of, some of that story, just, just because it had happened some when, uh, was happening some when you were on staff here, uh, early on in, in those days. And, and they did set a great, great example. Um, and and of course we weren't privy to their day in and day out stuff mm-hmm. uh, to know the specifics and and we know there's there were struggles it wasn't every day that was going to be wonderful and all that stuff because right. I mean there's, Absolutely. You're, seeing, you're seeing your child suffer so you're going to have questions in there so we're not ex- we're not talking to people right now and telling them look when you're making your days count doesn't mean there's not going to be struggles correct it's, but but this this mother saw more in the struggles. Beyond the struggles she was able to see um and and i as as I think in, and as I challenge the people to you know because you know we're all gonna be dust what are you going to do in your with your dash what's what's that what's 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 going on in your life to make it to make it count and 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 I tell you i there are days where where I go home at the end of the day and going I'm not sure. I did anything, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and then there's other days that I go home and went, okay, it was a little bit better today. And as I reflect on some of those, um, I think the common denominator for me is actually people. Yeah. Um, it was okay. Who, who did I talk to today? Who did I visit with today? Who who did I email, text, chat with? What whatever. Um, and, and here's what you know. I, I look at my mom, and she's my she's sort of my example on somebody that's. Um, it appears to try to make her days count. She's over ninety. Had a stroke a few years ago. Um, limited, very limited. Doesn't drive, but uh, you know one a mile, two miles from the house, church, McDonald's, beauty parlor, grocery store. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's mm-hmm. it. Uh, bingo, <laughs> got bingo. bingo. Now, so, so she, she does that, but I, I'm privy to what she does with her finances and time. And, and I see that, that she pours into people. Yeah. Um, it, that, that there's this young lady that, um, that comes to the house once a week, She's she's actually in high school band with me, uh, a couple years younger than me, and I was talking to this lady, this young. Well, oh, she's yeah, she's a lady. I want to call her a girl, but she's a lady now. I mean, she's <laughs> you know she's 50, 50, fifty whatever, two years younger than me, and 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 I was telling her sometime around Christmas, thank you so much for just spending time with my mom because she she helps my mom clean the house, but she's more than that. Mm-hmm. She she stays and talks to mom, and she's she's able to, t- to take mom to. Um, further away right she's, she's done that she's, she's drove drive, drive my mom to uh, her, my mom's birthplace and to see see cousins our nieces nephews and sister and all that stuff and so she's just done more than that and I, I just I told her I said I just want to thank you for for doing that for my mom and she said she said this she said I get more out of it. Then she said, I get more out of it than what she's give, you know, than what I've given her. Wow. Yeah. And so so I, I see it, it. Nothing else. This that mom's mom, mom's make them her day count with this individual lady who's divorced twice, has kids, grown kids and stuff and lives by herself. So sort of a perfect situation uh, for that. But, but I see my mom. Well, I don't see her, but I try to call her. But the phone's always busy. Because I'm sure. <laughs> because she's always talking to somebody. That's right. You know, so so she's not sitting around wasting her day. She's not sitting around thinking about what was me. I can't drive to mobile. I can't do what I used to. And what she used to do is used to take old people mm-hmm. when she was eighty five years old, right. taking old people to the doctor. Right. You know, this was when she's eighty five. Actually, she did it until she was eighty nine because I thought she, that's when she had her stroke. So so she had been doing that ever since retirement, uh, and and so so she. I think the difference in making your days count is not the stuff that I do, but the people that I'm with, people that I influence, and people that I share life with together. Now, now I bring this up, and, and I'm sort of putting you on the spot here. Okay. All right? Because uh, you have transitioned to a role where you're not around as many people as you used to. That's right. So— so, so, I guess on more of a little more personal level, how is how is making the days count differ now than the way they say? Oh, let's go back six months ago.
1: The way I make the days count now is it's funny because it's still about people. It's still about people, and it is, you know, it's going back and looking at. You know, the boring analytics and stuff of what what happens with our online ministry and reading comments of, of people who have uh, been engaging during the service, seeing how many people were there and knowing that while I may never see their faces, that every decision I make and every move that I make while I am here impacts them in some way, even if they don't know. Because obviously what I'm doing is the tech stuff and and doing um, on Sunday morning, you know, making sure that they can see what they need to see if they're watching online and making sure that everything is uh, everything is distraction free for them on Sunday morning. And so it is uh, seeing those seeing those names and seeing those comments and even seeing those numbers are a huge part of my week
0: and on um, I, I i'm not i'm i guess i could put you on the spot a little bit more i mean you know we you have no choice but answer my question that's right <laughs> so so i might as, well, might as well do it you know because i i think there's people out there um, that that we hope are listening to this mm-hmm. we hope at least a couple of people are listening to this that that probably have jobs I would say similar to yours where you're not in contact with a lot of people uh, day in and day out. Um, but they say, I want to make my life count. So is there anything outside of work for you that that you're seeing, okay, I'm making my life count? My day, I'm, I'm making my day count today. Is there anything that you are willing to share? Uh you know, uh, on a personal level, outside of the the parameters of of us working in a church, anything that that you're that you notice that okay, yeah, I'm making my days count in this area or this area or this
1: person or this person. Yes, absolutely. Because as I said when I answered the first question, you know, I uh, let me see how I'm going to say this. I answered the first question by saying it's still about people. And so it is, but what has happened with you know with fewer encountering fewer people at work face to face then my life outside of here that has increased you know the number of interactions and the way that I try to make that make that time count has been tremendous just in the last four or five months, yeah. six months and the way that i do that is you know some of the uh some of the struggles and some of the heartache and decisions that i've made in the last 6 months or actually the last year that have impacted me negatively at one point are now you know now they're now they're scars now they're battle scars and there's something there's something to that. There's something that I can talk about and something that I can share with people. And I have most definitely learned to make every day count. And there is always something with a conversation with another person, no matter how well I know them, that I can squeeze something in that I've learned and say, you know, I've I've picked this up about patience. I've picked this up, you know, about being selfless. And, you know, just with being around these people and have, now having a story that I did not have before, that's how, that's how I handle that situation now is I make sure when I have a conversation that it's not an empty, mindless conversation. At some point, I try to, I try to throw in encouragement and basically to say, hey, look, if I can go from where I was to where I am now, then that proves right there that God still works miracles.
0: Yeah, and 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 I know just just from our interactions um, for many many months now that um, you've made a concerted effort to make your day count first and foremost with with your wife, and right. then next with your mother, mm-hmm. and that's that's just been some profoundly wonderful times. For you, absolutely. Making your day count with both of those wonderful ladies uh, in your life. I'm not going to ask you to rank them, by the way. Anyway, so. Um,
1: <laughs> so, so well, I, I uh, know one of them will listen, and that would be my mother. <laughs> okay. okay.
0: <laughs> it, here, here. I guess I want to want to make a final challenge uh to to folks to th- to think about because because I did I did challenge the people first and foremost is the people closest to you right. that you need to make your days count with just like that family you referenced earlier that with that child they were making their days count with with their child first and foremost and and we saw it and we observed it um because I think we have so many people out there, and again, whether they're listening or not, that they're out there, those those that seem to be just in survival mode, that um, they're surviving the school day, they're surviving the diaper stage, they're surviving the colic stage, what whatever it is, mm. the terrible twos, the terrible threes, the the, the forgettable fours. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What, I mean, whatever <laughs> the case is. I don't know. But we have people so busy. They – they're with work, school after school lessons, practices games, travel on the weekend, they're just trying to make it through the day, and they're just trying to rest in the end of the day, get through the next day, and get get through the next and so the challenge you know is how to make your days count in the midst of that busy schedule and so my challenge to all of you is. First and foremost, is Jesus fitting in? Is Jesus part of your schedule? Is Jesus part of your conversation with your kids? The five minutes you have with them right. before they go to sleep or the 10 minutes in the car ride between, between your house and the next lesson and the next game or, or whatever. Y- you have to work at this. This this is not something that, that will just happen. You, you have to make your day and time count with your family. Um, and, and I can't tell you how to do that, folks. I can't tell you specifically how to do that, but you've got to carve out something there. Um, you you've got to understand that if Jesus is not part of your family's equation, then then what else is there? And and the, which is where Sean sort of jumped us off earlier in the conversation. Um, you know, and Tim McGraw recorded the song. You know, are we living like we are dying? You know, are we living like we are dying. Um, so. What would you cut out? What would you do more or less of? What would you um, do? It, it, and I and I want to boil it down to simply relationships. Um, what are you doing with those relationships? Whether it's between you and your spouse, you and your kids, and, and other other people, what are you doing there? Uh, so, any other final comments?
1: Yeah, I just I'm just going to build on what you said and. Uh, Basically, sum that up with, uh, and I, and this, this may, this is going to come across as a little, a little harsh, maybe, but I'm, trust me, these, these words are coming from a guy who has been there, done that, made the mistakes, and, you know, seen miraculous redemption in many, many areas of my life. If Jesus is not a part of, of your conversations and your life with those closest to you. If you're not making time for that, like Kyle said, something's got to go. Something's got to go. Whatever it is that is keeping you from that, it's got to be dropped. Something's got to go because you have got to make room for that. You've got to make room for it. You're going to count
0: for something. That's right. Is what you're going, what you're counting. Is it going to be of significance? Right. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that all of us are involved in
1: that is not very significant in the grand scheme of things. And Solomon said it best over and over in Ecclesiastes. It's all vanity. Yeah. It's all vanity.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank y'all for for listening. Uh, I'm going to basically start out uh, or end like the way I started out. Uh, l- Last Sunday or whatever, are we counting our days or are we making them count? The challenge is for all of us to make them count. You're, you're going to make something count, but what will that be? Will it be worthwhile? Will it be something that will be there for eternity? Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, and uh, hope that you can catch us again Sunday or in the next podcast.